Welcome back to Zags On Air. I am your host, Bobby Levitan. We're moving things forward, we're pushing, and we got another great guest joining us today. She is a sophomore on the women's basketball team the, and the highest rated recruit to ever to commit to Gonzaga, women, Gonzaga women's basketball ever. Uh, please join me in welcoming Bree Salenbein. Bree, how are we doing? Good. Thanks for having me. Th- thanks for coming on. It's a pleasure. Uh, we'll get into your Gonzaga career in a second. But I want to start back in your high school career because so I think saying you had a hell of a high school career is sort of an understatement because <laughs> I was looking through the awards that you won and I was like, holy crap. Like she, she, she did everything. Talk about all, like, all the accomplishments. I know you won four straight AP Player of the Year awards. Was that so like a mindset of yours to try and go for those awards or is that just the way you played? Yeah, I mean, to be honest, going into my freshman year, I didn't even know it was an award, but then <laughs> I won it my freshman year, and so I think it kind of became a goal of mine, but yeah, it was just an amazing, I had an amazing career in high school and a great team that we went to multiple state championships, so I think that kind of helped me with my personal awards, but yeah, it was it was a fun career. Do you, do you think winning all those awards sort of put a target on your back, where when teams would play you guys, they would like give you their best 110%? Um, yeah, I think every time we played a team, we, we always got their best, which was good. It made us better, but also kind of annoying. But <laughs> Was there was there one team that was like your guys' rival that you guys just went back and forth with or like a team you hated? Um, I don't think so. We were in a league, so every year was just we played 20 different teams. Oh, really? And so it was, yeah, it was kind of like we just played whoever would play us. But we got good teams. I think we were like second in our in the state for like – the rankings for playing better teams than you or something like that. I don't know what it's called. Like, but... it's like, like a strength of schedule sort of thing? Yeah, that sort okay. of thing. Um, okay. So, yeah, it was good. <laughs> Do you have any crazy highlights from your career, like any plays that, that stick in your memory? Oh, goodness. Um, my sure fresh... <laughs> <laughs> well, my freshman year, we were in the state tournament, and it was a semifinal game, and we were not supposed to win this game. Um, the team had been to the states, like, multiple years before that and uh it went to overtime and then I ended up hitting the winning shot so it was exciting and we went to the finals and won it (laughs) okay now I I have to ask this question do you think it's better to hit a buzzer beater at home or away because I feel like I feel like oh you think it's home really yeah for sure I don't want to do it and then nobody cheer for me (laughs) (laughs) but if it's like against your rival and you and you get to like shut up the crowd you don't think that would be a little bit better I mean, both are good. I think yeah. either one is nice, but yeah. I've, I've got a mixed answers. I've got a mixed answers. But, <laughs> but that's interesting because I think if I had to choose, I would choose home as well. Because really? I feel like doing it in front of your, like, your friends and family, and like, especially yeah. your classmates too, getting that you know, little extra clout is, yeah, for sure. <laughs> is, is definitely better than, than doing it away. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> so I know... So were you were you a junior when um when COVID hit? Because I saw that you were taking your team to the regional final, and then right before you guys were scheduled to play, COVID shut everything down. What was that? What was that experience like for you, sort of going through that? Yeah. So actually, I had tore my ACL the last game of our regular season, so I was already out of my junior year before COVID hit. And then I think we were three games in, so regional finals. I think it was. Um, and then we got the call like two hours before our game started that you, no, two all, hours? everything shut down. <laughs> you yeah. were at the gym, you guys were like ready to go. And then you just we like, were, we were ready to load the bus. And then, um, oh our AD came in, the girls and guys were playing the same night and it was just, yeah, we, 
so I my season was kind of already over, so it wasn't a big hit to me. But I was really excited to watch our team um, move forward. I think we could have won it that year too, which kind of sucks. But were you, were you guys favored in that game? Do you, do you know, or were you guys just yeah, supposed we, to win? We were supposed to win the state championship, yeah, which would have been very cool. <laughs> I was I was I don't know if you can say fortunate, but my senior season had finished like two weeks before COVID hit, which you could say oh. cool because I finished the season. But then not cool because we got knocked out early. <laughs> so it <True. laughs> was sort of that mix. But I was lucky. But then it was tough because our baseball team was like number one in the country. And oh, they had wow. gone, they were only like a week into their season. And then the whole season gets canceled. And I, and yeah. I, was, and I, and I say that because both you, both you, your team and the baseball team were like top teams in the country. And then having that sort of just wiped away, it's just a sucky feeling. And really COVID, is. COVID wasn't crazy. easy for any of us. It's insane to think back, and that was already two years ago that we got shut down. <laughs> crazy. It's crazy. But, yeah. The time has been so, like, screwed up these last two years. Like, I, 2020 seems like like five years ago for me. Like, so much has happened. Yeah, there's been a lot. <laughs> Glad <laughs> it's over with. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so let's go into Gonzaga. When they first started recruiting you, were, were they initially a team on your radar, or was, did that sort of come along the recruitment process? Um, yeah, they definitely joined maybe my, like, sophomore, junior year. I'm not really sure. It all kind of runs together. But <laughs> um, I there was some connection to Kiara Kudran, who played here. Um, Kiara, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she knew some guy that we had played, and I guess he knew my dad, who's my coach. Okay. And somehow he knew the coaches here, and so he kind of like threw my name out there, and then they started coming to my tournaments and stuff like that, and started talking to them. But yeah, it's just crazy. That was even longer ago, which doesn't seem like that <laughs> long ago, but two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. What, what was it? Was it tough choosing out of state school over some of your hometown schools that were recruiting you? Um, I think. For me, like going through the recruiting process, I think that was one of the main questions like every college would ask, like, are you willing to come far away? And I always said yes, because it's kind of like a job. Like if I were to play at Michigan or Michigan State, like I'd still be home. I don't think I'd get to go home that much more often than being 2000 miles away where I am now. But I don't know. Um, I didn't get to take any of my official visits, which because of COVID. right. So I never stepped foot on this campus either, but a lot of the schools I didn't get to go to. And so that made my decision kind of difficult, but they kind of made it special here. Like they tried to show me around as much as they could with like drones and zooms and just kind of made it special. So that's, we tried our best. (laughs) So your first day. And I guess it worked. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it definitely did. So, so your first day on campus was your first day of freshman year or when you, when you moved in. I actually took my official visit the summer I moved in, um, okay. like a little two weeks, two weeks before I moved in. Me and Peyton came together um, on an official oh, visit. Oh. So they're yeah. both. Deep. Oh, and she, and she was already committed to Gonzaga. Yeah. Yep. She was already committed, and then we just came together as commits, which is it, fun. It, it, was, it, was, each other. it was you, Peyton, and Callie, because that Callie's or is Callie a junior? Or she? she no. Yeah, Kelly's yeah. are same class, but okay, they're yeah. Peyton and Kelly are red shirts. Yeah, that's right. Okay, okay. Yeah, because I came in with them, but they're a year back in eligibility. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's right. That's right. Okay, so <laughs> well, so did you feel sort of any extra pressure coming in as a freshman? Because, like I said, you know, you were the 
highest rated recruit ever. That was, a, I mean, it's just a huge accomplishment. But with that, you know, comes a little bit of pressure to somewhat produce right away. Did you feel any of that sort of coming in, or were you just sort of eyes focused, you know, goals ahead? I think I was like more eyes focused, and I didn't really feel loads of pressure coming in as a freshman, but. Also, like, I think for myself, I wanted that expectation of, oh, you have, like, big things to show, like, that you're a good player. But I don't think I was um, – I didn't get to show that last year. We did have a lot of seniors that already kind of had their spots, and we kind of already had, like um, – Coach Lisa had her players that she was going to play and stuff. And um, so I think last year was a great year to learn from them and learn how to play at the collegiate level with the time that I did get into games. So it was, it's kind of tricky. I think every freshman goes through that, but no, I didn't feel tons of pressure. I think I just held myself to a, a higher expectation of, Oh, you, you do have to show something, <laughs> but what was that? Was yeah. there, a, was, was there a teammate of yours last year that was maybe a mentor to you or was it played a big part in you sort of easing into your role on the team? Yeah. Uh, Abby O'Connor, she's just like the calmest person ever. Like, we went to her with everything and um, all five of us freshmen last year, like she was just always there for us, which was really nice. And she really knew what she was doing, obviously transferring from a different college and could give us a ton of advice. So definitely. And you guys, and you guys sort of play the same position and have similar play styles. I think so. I think that was good in terms of that as well. Definitely. So I I want to talk about the Louisville game because I feel like that was, just a cool experience for you guys overall playing that caliber of a team, you know, and in Mar- like March Madness, like like the postseason. What was that experience like for you guys being able to play in that game and being on the bench? Yeah, I, Louisville was crazy. I literally couldn't hear anything. Really? I couldn't even hear Coach Lisa talk. Yeah, it was packed. Um, but it was really fun, like the whole traveling, getting to go on the plane and stuff like that. That to me is like what makes the trip, not even the game itself. Like it was just really fun. Um, obviously I couldn't play cause of my knee, but that yeah. kind of sucks. Um, but I think just getting the experience of going to the tournament will just help in the next years, obviously. So just looking forward to get back to it and hopefully be on the court this time. So go, go, going into this year and this season was, was knee mobility and sort of strengthening that knee a big focus of yours during the off season? Oh yeah. Um, I think I rehab, I rehab every day. Um, oh, even, still? Yeah. For, yeah. <laughs> it's just insane. Um, yeah, just in PT and then every other day I don't have PT. It's with our trainer, Kendall, um, before practice and after practice. And it's just, it's a lot of work to get back um, to it. But yeah, this summer I've been, rehabbing all summer and then just in the weight room like there's huge strides like with all of us and it's just so fun to see like our pictures are up in our um practice gym and from freshman year and we look like totally different people it's just you look like you look like twice cool. and now you're just completely built <laughs> yeah we're totally swole <laughs> so, so so then so was, was strength a big emphasis then just like getting bigger for the whole team or was that sort of a personal goal for you uh, that was a personal goal for me. Um, I think I was pushed around a lot. Everyone's like two or three years older than you, and it's just hard to keep up with that. So, yeah, I think I did a really good job of that this summer. So so going into this year, I, I feel like you're going to have definitely more of a role this year. What, what, what were the discussions with, with Coach Lisa like about your role this year and what sort of she, she's, she's expecting out of you? 
Um, haven't had much of that conversation because we're really trying to just get me back to 100% right now. And once we do that, I think we'll have more of that conversation. But I think I lost a lot of my confidence last year, just not being able to play a lot. And I don't know, it was just hard doing good one game. And then the next game, um, you're back on the bench. And so that was difficult for me. But um, yeah, I think my confidence has gotten a lot better and hopefully it just continues to grow this season. And then I'll be able to contribute a lot more with however they need, but yeah, I'm excited to get, I'm very excited to get back on the court. <laughs> do, do you have any personal goals that you set for yourself this year? Um, I don't think any like specific ones. I mean, I've said it a bunch of times just to get back to playing. Yeah. I, I can't do any contact right now. So um, that's been hard just sitting and practice and watching them play, but that's come, my personal goal. Get back on the court. <laughs> the comeback is going to be great. We heard it. We heard it here first. So the comeback so look, is real. The comeback is real. <laughs> so, so looking at the team this year and sort of the personnel you guys have, how would you compare the, the team this year to the team last year? Um. Yeah. I. There's obviously no freshmen, which I guess helps with the experience level, but. Um, I just think we all push each other so much in practice and we, and there's so many like good pieces. We just have to figure out how to put that puzzle together. Kind of Um, in practice, you can see like one person will stand out this day, another one will stand out this day. And it's just like getting that consistency level to where it should be. And us all dialed in to like be able to mesh together and play well. But yeah, I, I think there's a lot of good pieces and, I think if we get that together, it'll be a really fun season. So. I think I'm super excited for you guys. I think you, I think th- I think this year is going to be really good, especially yeah. when you're when you're back healthy when we're at full strength. <laughs> I think we're going to be it's going to be a scary sight. <laughs> so I think that there's a lot of like um, we obviously we lost four starters last year, so there's right. a lot of like questioning questions about how good we're going to be or whatever. But yeah, I think we'll be all right. <laughs> I, I can already tell just from what I've seen on social media, you guys seem like a really tight knit group. And I think just having team chemistry is just the first thing in a successful team. Oh yeah, first step for sure. First step. So I wanna I wanna transition sort of off the court, and I want the listeners to get a chance to know maybe a little bit more about you off the court. Just like just easy going questions, but just just to get a, get a know a little bit more about who Bree is as a person. Yeah. Okay. So first question: A lot of athletes, you know, have like reasons behind why they chose their number. Is there any reason behind number thirty-five? um yeah so I used to be 23 and like that that's always like stigmatized to be like the best player on the team right and I think that's why I chose it when I was younger I guess I don't know the confidence was there the confidence was there yeah you know but um so my sister is a year older than me and she was we obviously went to school together and she made uh the varsity team her freshman year so she obviously got to pick before I did for some reason, she decided to pick 23. So I'm the younger sister in middle school, and I'm like, well, obviously I have to change. And I don't know. It was a it was a big decision, obviously. But a huge decision. I think uh, I mainly – I don't, I don't think Coopers understand how big choosing a number is until like, you <laughs> actually play basketball because that's a huge decision for me. Is it really is. Yeah, because yeah. you don't want to get stuck with like 17 or like a 26, like the most obscure number. It has to be a cool number. It's like a real thing. Yeah. Definitely. But yeah, I think I picked 35, obviously Kevin Durant's 35 and I like how he plays. So I think that was my main reason behind it. But yeah, not very interesting, but. (laughs) Um, 
favorite basketball memory? It could be it could be anything. Uh, I think just playing with my sister in high school and then having my dad as my coach like that was it's just something you can't really get back and it was really obviously we did pretty well and it was just fun to um do that with them and it's like a whole family thing so it was fun talk about playing for your dad because i feel like a lot of kids like it but i feel like it can be difficult for others how was that for you yeah mine was the good one my sister danny she like it, that one didn't go over very well. Like I, th- I think she would rather had him in the stands, like cheering him on, cheering her on. But yeah, I, I, I think I took it very well, and it, he's an amazing coach, and he won us two state championships his first years of coaching at our school. So it just shows that he knows a lot and knows how to get the most out of his players, which I, I loved. It's more than basketball with him, which is nice. Was he the reason you got into basketball? Would you say? Yeah, so he actually coached a high school team, um, the school we went to elementary school at, um, and so we were the, like the ball girls, and so yeah, well, that's how we all got that's started. The, the ball girls. <laughs> yeah, okay. sat on the end of the bench, got the waters for the girls. That's like, awesome. Yeah, that's how it all started. Started early. <laughs> um, okay, this 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 is a controversial question, but funniest teammate on the team i don't i don't think it'd be very controversial with our team i think if there's one person yeah peyton muma (laughs) (laughs) really that girl yeah she's just like always can put a smile on someone's face like always can make you laugh no matter what like just always has a response for everything very funny (laughs) have any favorite stories of her that are appropriate oh (laughs) i don't know there's too many to share (laughs) (laughs) too too many (laughs) too many now I noticed that um that religion is a big part of your life. H- how has that sort of factored into you as a person and sort of how you've sort of shaped yourself to be? Yeah, I being a Christian is like really important to me. Um and I think it, it's just a special th- especially when you play sports, it's just a special thing to like go out every time and know you're playing for something bigger than yourself and Absolutely. I think um like my hope would be that someone would see me on the court or like walking to class or like the way I interact with people and be like, Oh, what's different about her. And like, I think that's the whole point of, of like looking up to someone like that. So, yeah. But. And I think especially, you know, dealing through an injury as much as you have having faith and sort of being able to put, put your trust in someone bigger than you, I think is a huge part of sort of getting through that experience and, you know, so keeping yeah. the right mindset. So, I've also been a Catholic Christian Definitely. my entire life, so I, I share the same values as you. I think it's a very important thing for, yeah, people, for sure. people to have, especially kids our age, too, because life, life, life can get hard sometimes. So. Oh, there's lots, lots of hard things, but also lots of good things. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Okay, favorite thing about home? I know there, there might be home. a lot, but... Oh, yeah, there's a lot. I really miss home, and it's, like, my favorite place to be, which I don't know why... Which is weird because I picked a college so far away, but I'm glad to be here. <laughs> um, I would say just spending time with my family. Like I have two younger brothers, and when we're together, it's just like the best thing in the world. Um, and then like I have a pretty big family, and so like my little cousins, my aunts and uncles, my grandparents. Like it's it's always my favorite thing to have a get together the first time that I'm back home and just see all of them. So. Are you are you trying to convince your brothers to come to Gonzaga with you? 
I think my youngest brother would love to come to Gonzaga. Really? He's a, he's a big baller, yeah. You've, you've, you've gotten him reeled in already? <laughs> I, I think he'd love to play for them, but we'll see if that happens. <laughs> oh, but what you were saying, I think I, I also have a big family too. And like all my mom's side is from Boston. And so whenever we get to see them, it's like me, like you said, all the aunts and uncles, all the cousins. My, my aunt has like five kids. She had two sets of twins, which is like crazy. Like, like yeah. you never see that. But just like like you said, seeing the family and getting to spend time with them is like so huge. I, yeah, that's definitely my favorite a big part. part of my life. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, favorite thing to do when you're not on the court? Um, just after a long day, I was telling you before this. Just got done with all the workouts and everything for the day, all the practices, and it's just nice to just sit in the living room with with my roommates and us five. I guess you can call us sophomores now, but two yeah. of them are red shirt freshmen, I guess. <laughs> but we're all just super close and we love just hanging out. We come, we go to our living room most of the time and just like, we'll binge watch a show for a couple of weeks or just turn on a movie for the night. And it's just nice to chill out after those long days. So I'd say that was my favorite part. What, what's, what's the show you guys are binging right now? <laughs> well, we just finished a documentary. Well, I guess it's not really a documentary, but the Jeffrey Dahmer series. Oh my yes, okay, okay. My roommates are on our my roommates are on episode two of that, so don't spoil anything. But yeah, I've, I I've, heard, I've heard great things about it. Are, are you are you are you one of those girls who's into like the big serial killer documentaries and all that stuff? Uh, I do love my true crimes. <laughs> the true crimes, the true crimes okay. <laughs> shows. Yeah, for sure. Did, did, did you guys like it? Did you think it was good? Um, I thought the way they did it was good. It's just, it's very weird and very, uh, very sad for the victims, obviously. But right. yeah, I, it was, I thought it was good. It was, I don't even know. Just so do, weird. <laughs> you guys watch a lot of like crime dramas then, or, or just, it's just the documentary stuff you guys watch? Um, I personally, I wouldn't say we watch it together, but I personally like, We'll have like Dateline on all the time, or like all that stuff. <laughs> one, one show, and if you ask anyone that knows me, they they know that I will live and die by this show. The greatest show that? ever, Breaking Bad. Have you seen it? Oh really? No. <laughs> What's you, that? If you, uh, okay, uh, uh, have you not heard of it? No, I've heard of it. Uh, uh, yeah, so so I mean, I think I think it is the greatest show ever. If you if like if you remember one thing about me from this interview it is that breaking bad is <laughs> breaking the greatest bad. show of all time but all right. it, 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 yeah it's about like a a science a chemistry teacher turned like crystal meth kingpin i i, I yeah it's crazy it's crazy and I, I i genuinely think like the two last two seasons are like two of the best seasons in like tv history that's so funny well i'll have to look into that <laughs> and, and, it, and it's a crime drama which is like right up your alley all right okay we'll check it out <laughs> okay uh, okay and uh final question Favorite professional sports player or favorite pro- professional sports team, if you can choose. Mm. I don't know about team. I I mean I watch all of the all of the professional sports, but I I wouldn't say like I have a favorite team. Um, probably my favorite player. I just love watching Steph Curry play. I think he's so fun to watch just constantly moving and stuff and obviously shoots lights out so i'd probably say him are you are you a pistons fan do you have any loyalty to the pistons or no <laughs> i personally have never been to a pistons game but i have been to the arena i think but no i 
I wouldn't say that I have any loyalty to them. <laughs> Do you have a favorite NBA team, or, or is it just like a Steph Curry thing? Uh, no, I wouldn't like root for one or the other. I don't think Fair there's enough. no preference. I'm just <laughs> like, we'll just watch it. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair but, enough. Well, yeah. Bree, thank you for coming on. It was an absolute pleasure. I'm wishing you luck on your rehab, and I know when you get back on the court, there'll be some good things ahead for the team. So thank you for hey, joining thank us. Thank you so much. Good luck for the rest with the rest of the year. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Hey guys, welcome to the Sports Recap. It is time to see what your favorite Gonzaga sports teams have been up to since our last episode. Starting in with women's volleyball. Since we last spoke, they have lost actually all their matchups. Uh, they played three matchups versus Portland, San Francisco, and Santa Clara. Just a bad skid that the women's team is in. Hopefully they can get out of it soon. The record now stands at 4-15. and 15. Definitely not the record that they have been hoping for during the season and definitely want to improve on that. They have two home games this weekend. They're coming up this week. Uh, Thursday the 20th, they will be home against the L- L- against LMU. And Saturday the 22nd, they will be home against Pepperdine. The men's soccer team tied Santa Clara 2-2 back on October 8th. They also got the chance to play the University of Washington, the nation's number one team. Unfortunately, they did lose 3-0, but they did put up a good fight. Again, Washington, the number one team in the country, definitely a hard matchup for the men's soccer team. Their next matchup will be October 22nd against the Pacific Tigers right here in Spokane, so make sure to go support the men's soccer team. The women's soccer team tied 22nd-ranked Pepperdine back on October 5th, beat San Diego 2-0, and tied Pacific 2-2 on October 15th. They played three games since our last episode, so they've really been getting the work in <laughs> uh so yeah a, a, a two ties and a, and a victory definitely a good sign for the women's soccer team hopefully they can there turn some of those ties into wins uh their next game is actually tonight uh, october 19th here right in right here in spokane against lmu so go make sure to check out the women's soccer team the men's and women's cross country team both placed second at the inland empire classic a couple weeks ago Paul Talens finished 7th in the men's race, while Anna Grabowski finished ninth for the women. And more recently, the teams also competed in the Nutty Comb Invitational all the way down at the University of Wisconsin. This meet featured 19 of the nation's top 30 teams, so a lot of there was a lot of good runners there and a lot of tough competition. Will Smith finished in, thir- uh, in 32nd for the men's race. Uh, I couldn't, couldn't find stats on the one the women's race, so hopefully the women did well. Uh, the, t- the next meet for the men and women will be the Down River Classic on October 26th here in Spokane. The men's golf team competed in the Oregon State Invitational on October 10th and 11th. The team finished tied for ninth place with an overall score of plus 31. Top 10 finish, good sign for the men's golf team. Their final match of the fall season before they take a break until the spring will be at the University of Hawaii from October 28th to the 30th. So good luck to the men's golf team. The women's golf team's match at the Pat Bradley Invitational down in Florida was unfortunately canceled due to Hurricane Ian. Everyone here at Zags on Air continues to send our condolences and our thoughts and our prayers to all those affected by the hurricane. Moving on to men's tennis, uh, Oliver Anderson and Leon Reuter qualified for the ITA Super Regionals after defeating the University of Oregon in the semifinals at the ITA North Regional Championships. Pablo Gomez-Galvin also won the singles consolation championship for the men, adding to the trophy case. With their excellent run at the North Regional Tournament, the Zags will send four singles and two pairs of doubles to the ITA Super Regionals 
including Gonzaga's Matthew Hollingworth, Sasha Trukilia, former Zags on your guest, by the way, uh, Arthas de la Basseterre, and Oliver Anderson will be rep- will represent the Zags in singles competition at the Super Regionals. For the doubles competition, uh, Matthew Hollingworth and Sasha Trukilia, along with Oliver Anderson and Leon Reuter, will perform for the Zags. The team's next home game will not will won't be all the way until November fourth, when they return to host the Gonzaga Invitational. And finally, the women's tennis team: Adriana Sosnowski and Kate Broman made it to the round of sixteen in the doubles main draw of the ITA regionals this past weekend. Gonzaga also came out victorious in the final two constellation singles matches of the day, with wins by Kiana Oda and Tegan Aiken. The next matchup. For the women's tennis team at home will be from October 28th to 30th as well. And they too will be hosting the Gonzaga Invitational. That's it for the Sports Recap. We'll see you guys next time.